Welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and you. Ah, straight off. Yeah. Got All right. Yeah, there we go. Well, Sam may or may not. I have to say it. It's it's in her contract that I must acknowledge. Le- legally, her. it's legally. Yeah. Okay. The sure. bindingness that is. Sorry for yeah. the squeaky as, chair. As long as my name is first, that's all that matters. I think it's always been first. As it should be. As it should be, Hugh. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with it. I'm not gonna fight with the talent. So. That's why. That's why I make the veterans minimum. I get. The, at least I get my name first. There you go. It's it's the proud moment you have as a. Uh, what was it? Travis Kelsey said the hardest thing he does is uh, podcasting with his brother. Yeah. Like, Which uh, I didn't. I, I saw that headline. I didn't actually see the context of what he said. Uh, but I find that hard to believe that. Uh, I think it's more uh, them finding the time to sit down and have that hour or two hour long conversation. And I think I, I thought I read somewhere also that he said something. Yeah. That like just that having content, you know, like I don't I don't know how often their podcast is. Is it? Is it like once a week? Time? I think they do it on their so, off day. They do it on a Wednesday. Like once a week, that's that's pretty easy. But if you're like, I've seen pod, I've seen some podcasts um, that do like four or five days a week. I mean, hell, like eleven. Well, Levitar is more like a radio show, te- right? Technically, but like to have content or like Colin Coward, for instance. Yes, it's a radio show, but like he does it by himself for three hours. For three hours a day. That's that. You're talking a lot of nothing i guess he has a yeah. uh, joy there now like he does have a sounding board yeah no that's true she, that, oh, that's true he, he so she is essentially a co-host just in the same way that um stern always had like robin and, and right the team if, if you have like a, a room full of people you can make it work but but that's a lot of content for every day like i mean look at the nonsense we talk about and that's just usually a week's worth of nonsense not even usually it's like the day it's not there there are days where it's just like that day we have something or it's a week's worth of something like something inevitably after we record will pop up and been like that would have been perfect for the podcast and we are goldfish and we will forget about it too but oh yeah because it'll be too late to get this week and it'll be for too far removed for next week it'll exactly. be like oh that was last week's news yeah uh but just jumping off the bat um i what a what a week last week uh you know we we, we didn't really get into the 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 submersible talk because it was still fairly early no it's about halfway through wasn't it they had air left recorded. is essentially what yeah we, yeah where they, we they, were weren't, they weren't gone uh no, they were but, gone and we don't have to <laughs> delve deep into that no didn't mean to that pun hmm. um but what a what a hell of a uh just a roller coaster of a week like the end of the week because on i think it was on the same day we got word that the you know this and i i actually did not know until i kept hearing them talk about it that it's that there's a difference between a submersible and a submarine yes like this is not a submarine this no. is a submersible i mean i've heard the terms i just didn't know technically what it what it meant uh, a submersible is. Oh my God, she's been. Hi, Sam. Back to back weeks. Are we are we oh. recovering well? I'm better. Yeah, I'm actually driving to work. Ah. So. Oh. We caught you early enough to catch some time with Sam. Excellent. Hi. Always what are you a guys pleasure. About? We were talking oh, about no. the submersible difference between oh, a submersible we, and a submarine. Well, we were just tying up the, the fact that that story is just about over, which is good. And yes, I had to oh, tell. Yeah. I had. I had to look up the difference, like because they they don't call it a submarine because it's not a submarine; it's a submersible. 
Uh, and the main difference with that is the size, but the, the major difference is a submarine can leave port and return to port on its own. A submersible has to be dropped from a ship. That makes sense. That's the main difference. Not a really a big deal. But that was the, when I was talking about the roller coaster of emotions was what was that Friday when we learned about the, you know, the fate of the submersible imploding, which is the best way to die, honestly. The best way to die. Because you don't really feel a thing that we know of, that we know of. Um, but, but then to go straight into a Russian coup, man, that was in the, what a roller coaster. Like for a day there, it looked like the whole Russian government might be toppled. That didn't happen. But, um, it's going to take a lot more than that. Probably, probably. But they do keep saying that this was the, this was the closest he's come to, to being in legit danger. So maybe that's a good sign. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, Russia has okay. war, warlords. That's pretty cool. Like, we don't really have warlords here. I don't know if we need them or want them. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, that was it. That was it. Um, I'm glad you're feeling better. That's good. So, so the, yeah. I mean, in the in the week since we last spoke, things are good. Yeah. I mean, I just have like a lingering like cough. I still get like occasionally tired, like like not like oh I ate too much tired, like I mentioned, like it's like tired. A fatigue kind like, of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the the fatigue and like lethargicness. Yeah. It still hits me every so. I think it's gonna be a while until that all it's, goes away, but it's that can fine. stick around for like a month or two. To be honest with you. Can't yeah. can't wait. <laughs> and w with a newborn, that's gonna be the fun. Well, she, I guess she's not really a newborn anymore, but still, baby. Yeah. She's um she's like super active. That's the hardest part because oh, she's a toddler, you know. Yeah. But um, but she's fine. Uh, toddler, this is, this the toddler in your forties. I yeah, Sam. This is a very stupid question, but obviously I'm very um, uninformed. At what point is it no, is a child no longer a toddler? What is the age? Um, that's a good question. I want to say like four. They're okay. preschool by then. Because okay. you know, with my with my nephews and niece, uh, I always get you know they well they're now they're nine, seven, and four. So obviously, I don't think really even Bowie the four is probably not in the toddler range anymore. But I was yeah, never, I, mean, I was never quite sure when they stopped being a toddler. Yeah, I think he's he's technically like like preschool age, like he's a preschooler, yeah, yeah. like um like. She's in the older infant class at at, at daycare, and then there's like toddlers and stuff like so she's kind of on the cusp she is a toddler already but i think it's just the way that they classify it it honestly doesn't even really matter i just call them kids when they're three because yeah, really yeah. like like i hate saying oh she's 20 months old like that's just i'm like she's a year and a half it's fine i don't really care i'm just rounding like yeah. i don't want people to think about like 20 months huh <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah so a the year month and a half thing is, is like, weird easy. That month, like giving the month out, like well, you you really only do it up till two years, right? Like you don't go yeah. past that. Well, some people do. It's really freaking annoying, but yeah, yeah. See? Oh, if you have to do math past twenty four months, fuck that. No, she's thirty two months. Yeah, like no, no, no. And then the only time after two years old that you you speak in half years is I don't even know if you guys have it in California, but in, in Missouri, like you get your, per, you can get your driver's permit at 15 and a half. Uh, so like that, that's the half birthday. That's the only half. And I don't, I think it's not even 
that anymore. I think you actually have to be 16. California now. was 15. Uh, I only re- recall this because in New Jersey, your driver's permit is at the age of 16. You get your license at 17. So okay. I moved yeah, out to I California. I got my permit within a month and had my license. Like I had a permit for a month and I had my license within like uh, that month. Like okay. you have to have yeah, a permit I, for I, a I month every... and then you can get your license. Oh, I know every state's different. Like with us, I, like I couldn't even tell you what Missouri is now, but back then it was 15 and a half and then 16. And I was yeah. I was quick to get that at 15. And we, and as Sam knows, we have a running joke in our friend group that, um, you know, Angela, friend of the show, is my birthday is her, is her half birthday. Her birthday is my half birthday. So that's the only reason I even know my half birthday. Because uh, who, really, who really does the math on that? I, I know mine because it's my mom's birthday. See that? Yeah. Okay. Oh. What, so what would that be like? September fourteenth. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Which is now added to another memorable day. So that's a fun one. So my half birthday kind of sucks now. So it's like, oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Not as yeah. good as for my mom, but you know, hey. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Well, we will well, get to that one day, folks. We'll get to that one day when she was able to process things. Well, as a proper human. <laughs> I don't know, Hugh. I've known you for almost what twelve years now. I don't think you can process. I don't think you'll be able to process that anytime soon. I've been, I've been better. I've been, I've been getting. Uh, I've talked about feelings now since I've been sober. That happens. Well, you talked That's about good. it when you, you talked about them when we drank, but they you probably wouldn't remember them, and they didn't come out of especially whiskey drunk. Oh, whiskey, whiskey drunk, drunk Hugh, yeah, was, whiskey was, drunk Hugh was was gibberish. special. Not, you special. honestly, you could have been speaking Welsh to me, and I wouldn't have known the difference and in my brain i was talking whiskey drunk you went to dark places too yes i think yes i appreciate yes i know guys okay we're not we're not we don't have (laughs) to i know i'm just saying like it's it's good that you're not like that anymore don't have to live there already i was in a i was in a dark place sam when you met me to be honest well no no that was always the the thing though was not not that you drank whiskey to, to get well i don't at least on our end not that you drank whiskey to get to the dark place it was just that when you drank whiskey we're like oh he's not gonna make sense for a little bit yeah, yeah. good to know well yeah yeah, yeah. well not, not a thing we have to deal with anymore yeah so uh Always on a light on a lighter note are uh are you are you guys into this this uh elon musk mark zuckerberg fight that actually might happen i uh well, it's, i'm waiting for logan paul to be like i'll be there too but it's not boxing, Paul, so Logan Paul, Paul won't the, do it. The Paul, well, <laughs> Logan's like a wrestler now. Oh, no, with Luke uh, Paul. Oh, with, with Jake Paul. Jake Paul's Jake, the boxer. Jake, Jake sure. Paul's the boxer. I don't really. Yeah. 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 Logan but, Paul will show yeah. up. But just because. St- it started off as like a joke where, you know, they, because, you know, the whole, if, if people don't know. It, the whole thing started because uh, of uh, Meta, the Facebook's company, announced that they're basically going to create, they're going to start their own Twitter competitor. I forget what it's called. Um, of course. And then e- Elon kind of just did a, a joking like, oh, we have to, you know, I, I'm going to have to meet him in the cage to fight. And Zuckerberg responded with name your location, which is kind and he's kind of serious. And so, and then Elon's like, huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he does like MMA, right? Zuckerberg? Yeah, yeah. He's a fight. Yeah. He's Zuckerberg's got Brazilian. Training. He does Brazilian he jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, and he, he competes in tournaments. So, like, he's, he's serious competes. about it. It's a good uh, – yes, yeah, I did the quote yeah, marks, yeah, it people. Might, it might be like a Putin thing where they kind of have to let him win. He, well, like, he, he, he won a tournament recently, and I'm sure the other guys were like, shit, do we have to lose? No, they, he lost, and then he complained to the ref, and they redid it, and then he won. That's fair. Must um, be hard and, to be a billionaire. No, it's got to be a uh, rough life. 
And that, yeah, so like people were like, well, they're just kidding. And then Dana White got involved because Dana White, what he sees dollar signs. So he's like, no, we're going to make this happen. And now you've gotten actual legendary fighters splitting sides like um, John Jones, who's probably the greatest fighter hmm. of all time. Um, it's actually one, there's a one in one a competition for who's the greatest MMA fighter of all time. John Jones, who says he wants to train Zuckerberg and the other one who's the greatest of all time, George St. Pierre said he wants to train Musk. So this could turn into a thing. They have a TV Um, show about this already. I actually, yeah, I really like George St. Pierre. Oh, I do too. He's my favorite fighter ever. Oh, he's so boring. Uh, I just love his accent. I mean, just the best French, I mean, even better than Celine Dion, the best French Canadian accent I've ever heard. He's, um, Boring. Yes, I mean, you know how like I used to work at Spike, right? And we did all the UFC fights. Mm-hmm. I would always just watch it for him oh, yeah, because yeah. I hated it. I hated it. Well, but, well he's, the problem though is that yeah, he wasn't a terribly exciting fighter. Like in terms of yeah. like John Jones is exciting in that he knocks people out. Uh, George never did that. But but the you know the the people have been releasing these like measurement like you know tape measure tail of the tapes they call them between the two fighters between Elon and, and Zuckerberg right. not exactly a fair fight I didn't realize that Zuck was as small as he is he's only five he's five tiny. seven he's tiny and he weighs he's listed at five seven one forty five uh, Elon on the other hand is six two. And the weight is up to some debate because uh, he's lost a ton of weight. And he admits he's on Ozempic. Like, he's not trying to hide the fact that he's, he's taking Ozempic, uh, which a lot of celebrities do. Uh, you know, they try to claim they're not taking that when they are. Uh, does it work? It does. It evidently works amazingly well. It's like the, it's become the new, like, instead of gastric bypass or the sleeve, the, the, the sleeve thing they used to do, like the surgery. Evidently, Ozempic is like works wonders. It turns out that it's um, a bad thing too because Ozempic is like a big dietary, like diabetic drug, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they've run out of it. Support, so supply issue, and there's a supply issue, and it's one of those drugs. Yeah, it's one of those drugs where they they it was it was created for diabetes, if for like um, blood sugar, not maintenance, interesting but control, and they realized that. Weight loss was an interesting side effect, kind of the same way that I believe Viagra was created as a heart medication. And they realized one of the side effects was, you know, and so they're like, huh, we're going to sell it as that. It was a uh, heart thinner uh, drug, essentially. That's what it started up. It's like it's how X-Lax was discovered. It wasn't meant to make that happen. It was just. Well, is it like. Sorry, I was gonna, is it like Dexatrim? Like, does it is it kind of like speed or like how does it work? Like, I'm it, so it, confused. It, yeah, it essentially like there's there's the three there's um uh Ozem- what, are, what are the other things that, that well, are banned the, now? Well, the the <laughs> three that are now the big ones, and they're kind of they're all manufactured by Eli Lilly, I believe. So they're not exactly even in competition with each other. There's Ozembic, Wagovi, and I think the new one is called Manjaro, and you'll see commercials for all three. But they're they're all three of the same thing. They're they're diabetic drugs that that weight loss is just an amazing side effect. But they're super expensive. They're injected. They're injectable. So like it's not even a pill. You have to inject yourself, and oh, it's, like, it's like two grand a month. So it's not even like, um, you know, economically viable for a lot of people. Um, but it works and, and, and like, so now it's gotten to the point where if you ever see any celebrities that like look super thin, 
everybody immediately says like, oh, you're on Ozempic, right? But to his credit, Zuck, uh, Zuck, uh, Elon admits it. Like he's not denying it. A lot of celebrities are like, no, 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 this is natural. I'm, I'm dieting and exercising. Elon Musk is like, no, I'm, I took Ozempic. Um, but he's listed as, but I don't, I don't know, Sam, if you remember it, he famously was in those photos like two or three years ago, Elon, where he was like on the, on a yacht in, in somewhere in the Mediterranean. And he was really, right. really big. Um, it, it also very pale. I like, I didn't care about it. I mean, his size, whatever, I don't know who cares, but shockingly pale. Like I, and for me to call somebody shockingly pale is saying something. But now if you, if you see Elon, he's considerably trimmer. And like in this 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 measurements thing, he's listed at six two two thirty. Um, I've seen him listed as low as as two hundred, but two thirty sounds about more right, more accurate. So he's got like what ninety pounds and and six inches, eight inches on um, seven inches on Zuckerberg. So that's what, like, what's not exactly like the a classification for like lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight? Like, do you guys know I, that? I don't know the exact numbers, but oh. each weight each weight class is about ten pounds. Um, but yeah, I, that's I, the only difference. Ten you, pounds. No, well, ten down, ten pounds before you get to the next one. Like I don't no, but know. That's tiny. Except except for once you get well, there's like eight different weight classes. There's more than like, eight. There's like fly okay. bantam. You got you have light flyweight weight is up to one hundred six pounds. Fly weight's one twelve. Bantam bantam weight is one nineteen. Featherweight's 125, lightweight's 132, light welterweight is 141, welterweight is 152, middleweight's 165. Uh, and light, light, light heavyweight should be the next Jesus. one. And uh, then once you get to, once you get no, to heavyweight. there's super featherweight, which is 130. Lightweight is 130. Wait, where was I? Uh, you, yeah, you stopped welterweight, at, uh, Super welterweight. Middle, you, you stopped at middleweight. Uh, middleweight. Um, okay, super middleweight, 168. Light heavyweight, 175. Cruiserweight, 200. Heavyweight is two hundred pounds plus. And there's there's no max for no. from heavyweight, so Ugh. it's it's it. So, uh, but yeah, so I I don't even you you just name so many I don't even know where Zuck fits in there, but um but yeah I mean there there there's just so many weight classes. Seventeen. Wait, good, like a good, Seventeen. For, for yeah, see, yeah, he's about a welterweight. What is he? What yeah. is he weighing? What one forty five? He's listed. He is uh he would be in the welterweight category. And so, and so, regardless of where where Elon is at his weight loss journey, he's still a heavyweight, no matter what. Because what you said, like over over one over two hundred heavyweight, two hundred two hundred max. Like if okay. he's at two hundred, he's a cruiserweight. If he's two hundred plus, like two hundred one, he's a heavyweight. And what's it kind of in, when that, interesting about that is that John Jones, who wants to train Zuckerberg, is a heavyweight. And George St. Pierre, who wants to train Musk, is much, much lighter. So you've got like smaller guys training bigger guys, bigger. Either way, it doesn't matter whether or not this fight actually happens. It would just be funny. And people would for sure watch it. But it, but it's one of those things where they would watch it so both people lose. Like if there's some way that they can both knock each other out. Hmm. Someone got but to yeah. work. It's all for entertainment purposes and a big contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, because it's not—it's not for money. Like those two don't care about money. UFC does have a different. That was a boxing. There is a super heavyweight. Oh, there is a super heavyweight. Yes. I was gonna say I didn't think UFC had quite that many classes. Although yeah, they have quite a bit. They one, oh. but like it's super heavyweight, heavyweight, which goes up to two sixty-five. Cruiserweight, light heavyweight, super middleweight, middleweight, super welterweight, welterweight, super lightweight, lightweight, featherweight, bantamweight, flyweight, and strawweight. 
That's that's got to be embarrassing. 115 for straw weight. Straw weight category. Those are yeah. usually the most entertaining fights. If I'm going to be honest. Oh yeah, with no, you. no, no. When you're, when you're, yeah, like it used to be boxing heavyweight was like the crown jewel. It was just the because you know, you know, the, the, the Mike Tyson's, the Holyfield's, the I think Ali was actually considered a heavyweight. He was, yeah. Um, but like there, you know, the, but once you got yeah, once you got to the smaller ones, there was some really good oh. fights. There were some great middleweight fight, fighters. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't have to be the big guys, but straw weight. But like once you get really small, you, you're right. You're fighting somebody else really small, so it can still be exciting. It's usually but, they're good warm up matches for the head. Like the heavyweights are usually the main event fights because on a card there's about. Well, we lost Sam. Okay. There you are. You're back. What were you saying? But like you like you like wrestling, right? So with wrestling, it's mostly just heavyweight stuff, right? Oh, there. I mean, there are yeah, in wrestling there are different weight classes. Like there is a uh, they do have a cruiserweight title sometimes, depending. Yeah. Uh, but I always always hear just like oh yeah, it's it it a heavyweight champion. You know? Yeah, like, it's always, always a heavyweight. It's it the inner like, Connor. It seems like all those. I mean, just their muscle mass alone. They're they're all heavyweights. Well, there much. there was like a two hundred five. They called it two hundred five live on in WWE, which is like. You have to be under 205 pounds to compete in. It's it's like a lesser title. It just was, and it was its own show for a bit. But it's uh, it the cruiserweight isn't exactly like a thing that uh, Vince McMahon enjoys. He doesn't like small people. Like his yeah. his visual appeal. There's always you see these memes of him kind of like falling back on in his chair. Oh yeah, I love those. Um, I, I don't even yeah. The, I it, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, the the, the me yeah yeah. yeah. So, um, so he well, likes big men, but even the big men, like just look at the Andre the Giant fighting Hulk. Like that oh. was Andre the Giant was just so big. He was done by that point. Like when he oh, was yeah. younger, no, they they were yeah. Like Hulk Hogan even tells stories about like that he was doing everything he could to not hurt. Yeah, hurt Andre, and Andre would hurt him if he wanted to. So it's just like oh, and they said, and they said that um, like during Princess Bride, Andre was in such bad shape that yeah. like he. Uh, Robin Wright Penn said, or she's not Penn anymore. Robin, uh, Wright, Robin yeah. Wright said that like that that scene at the end when he's catch, he catches her like when she jumps off the balcony, he had she had to wear like a special harness because he couldn't even hold her up mm. um, because he was just in you know yeah. such bad shape at that point. Uh, oh well, made it depressing again. Sorry. No, well done. At least it wasn't me this time, folks. Uh Sam, Sam have you did you see? Uh, I was. I think said, she's on mute right now. Oh, is she? Oh, okay. Well. Um, no, it's okay. Okay, she's back. The 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 Pepsi uh, condiment that they're they're doing for the Fourth of July. Have you seen that, Sam? No, uh, but Pepsi that is amazing. Re- Pepsi is releasing its own uh, Pepsi infused ketchup that they're calling yes. Cola Chup. Uh, Cola Chup doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but that's what they're calling it. And it's it's only going to be on the fourth, and it's only available at four baseball stadiums. It's uh, in Phoenix for the Diamondbacks, the uh, Tiger Stadium in Detroit, the Twin Stadium in Minneapolis, and Yankee Stadium. But um, and the the slogan for it is hot dogs. They're better with Pepsi. Um, I so I have, wow. I, have, I have many questions. I mean, I know. I mean, you and I are famously Team Pepsi. What? Uh, oh, Team Pepsi all the way. Um, Wait, I'm, I've been doing podcasts with fascists. What? Yep. Are we fascists? Yes. I haven't, uh, I haven't been like hiding my Pepsi love. No, I'm not uh, you guys either. have never brought this no. up to me. This is no, brand this new is, information to, for me. It's not to say I'm not even one of those people that that is like, 
Well, there, you know, mostly there's the people that, that, you know, they ask for a Coke at a restaurant and they're saying, oh, we have Pepsi. And they'll be like, no, I'm not drinking Pepsi. Oh, those, then oh, have, no, no, no. But then you have Pepsi people who are like, eh, I don't, I don't drink Coke. I drink both, but I, if you, you give prefer me the Pepsi. option, I prefer Pepsi, yeah, especially no. when it comes to cherry, cherry, wild cherry Pepsi is the greatest yes, thing in the world. the best. And to be honest, I'm a Dr. Um, Pepper guy, so I'm. I, I, oh, I like Dr. Pepper too. I, I, I'm not. I'm not super elitist when it comes to soda, but but if I have the like, I am, and I know Sam, you're the same way. If I'm in a restaurant and they say like, "Oh, we have Pepsi," sorry, I'll be like, "Ah, oh, that's even better." Like that's cool with me. I don't care. I you just say Coke out of habit. Well, no, I like, tell them don't apologize. Yeah, yeah, no, don't, <laughs> please don't. Please don't apologize to me. That's, that's great. That's great news. What an- yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I love Yum Brands, because Yum owns, Yum and Pepsi have a deal when they own Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC, mm-hmm. and it's the best because they have Pepsi there. Mm-hmm. And and often Cherry Pepsi, which is, that's always a yeah. thing. That's why I love AMC Theater. Well, AMC Theaters now always, they have those like Coke, what are those called? Coke, the, the, the machine. The, the machine. Yeah, I don't like million the, flavors. Uh, the like, flavors in those suck. Yeah, because it's just a syrup, and the syrup's not in the right um, measurement. Know, it's not in the yeah, yeah, it's not in the right measurement. Um, but like when when AMC's had like the legit fountain behind the counter, uh, they always had cherry coke, which I've always yeah. appreciated. I was you know that's always well, happy to see. I saw something on Instagram recently where there was like a place that still does coke as like coke was meant to be made, like the the squirts of syrup, then mm-hmm. the soda water added in. I was like, oh, oh that, yeah, that a very disturbing in a weird way i was like because i don't yeah, like, like to think of it i'm like it's already pre-made kind of thing well you could well you know you get that's how they make a shirley temple or True. A, a, what's what is a what is a, a cherry coke isn't is it a rob roy i think it's called a yeah. rob roy like that's a technique it's real name if you order it's it a, a it's roy rogers isn't it roy rogers i'm sorry rob roy is a whiskey rob roy is very different name. very different it is a drink but a different drink you're right roy roy not you a tom collins my, out of no. Tom, Ugh, Tom Collins are disgusting. <laughs> I'm just coming up uh, with other. They're better with. They're better with vodka. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, f- f- I've discussed many, many times. First drink I ever ordered legally at a bar was a Tom Collins, and it was a huge mistake. Probably the last Tom Collins I've ever had. I cannot stand gin. I mean, I don't. I can't stand yeah. any liquor anymore. But gin was always the one that I could never tolerate. Uh, I never, I never understood why Big Papa that was like his drink. He would drink everything gin. I'm like, gin is awful. An Eng- old uh, English lady. Yes, my mom yes. loved gin. Uh, that doesn't surprise no. me, I guess. Um, but uh, I don't even know where that. Oh yeah, so the, the I would Polish like gin if, if it didn't make my stomach hurt. Sorry, carry no, on. No, 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 it, it just, no, it's just such a strong. Like the, I mean, yes, you could argue tequila is a strong flavor. Uh, vodka, not so much. Like vodka, if you mix vodka with something else, you don't taste the vodka. Um, but tequila, yes, strong flavor. But gin is so overpowering. Like even you can even taste the gin in like a Long Island where it's full of liquor, and you can taste the gin. Oh, by the way, first picture up of the submersible. Is up on the uh, the internet's. What they found something? They, well, yeah, they found a uh, bits and bobs. Well, you, I'll, yeah, I'll say yeah, that's a, that's the thing with implosion is that there's not a ton left. No, no, there's quite a bit. It's just like you know. Uh, that's well, that's sad. I mean, pieces, right? Pieces, yeah, pieces. Bigger than you would think, to be honest with you guys. So. Yeah, well, they you know they they keep showing the the experiments like you know they all the I've all week I've been seeing like examples of what an implosion looks like and they use soda cans a lot to show the soda can collapsing. So that yeah, obviously there's still the the can is still there. Yeah. It's just collapsed, 
But still, if you're, I mean, be- between the the range of horrible ways to die that that could have gone, dying nearly instantly, or dying because you ran out of air at the bottom of the ocean, I take the instant one. Mm-hmm. I'll take that anytime. Um, and they assume, I mean, they assume it was instant. But um, man, James I mean, Cameron, James Cameron really made the rounds this weekend. He was on every channel. Uh, just of course he was. I mean, he, he's. Uh, it was so funny. Like my dad even was like, "Why on earth is James Cameron doing all these interviews?" Like, he, it, it's it, people don't realize what kind of legit expert he is. He went nuts during that phase of uh, the Titanic. Oh yeah, no, they, that's what they say that he. Well, even before that, the abyss. Like hmm. the abyss is. I mean, it's a very small category of great under like deep sea movies, but that is number one. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe you throw 20,000 leagues under the sea in there. The Hunt for Red October? There's the uh, deep. Hunt for Red October, classic, classic. Under Siege? I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, Under Siege is a classic. You uh, guys, I have to hop off. So, oh, no worries. Uh, Thanks for hopping lovely, on. Lovely Thanks. to see you, Sam. Lovely Enjoy. All right. Bye. Bye. Now, um, in the – we had – there's – I'm, I'm looking at a list. We did have a phase of underwater movies in the 80s. There, uh, there I, was. I, I, I already know one that was a totally unsung hero, Leviathan. No, that was a good one. Deep Star Six, if you remember that one. There was also Underwater, which uh, I watched. That was a, a Kirsten Stewart film. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Sphere? There's, oh, God, Sphere was so bad. Michael Crichton does, is is good. Well, I mean, if you're like a a reading, you know, a, a book connoisseur, you might say Crichton's maybe not necessarily a great writer. He's kind of like a Grisham, or like they're just super popular, right? They, um, there was kind, a phase. kind of kind of in the same way that theater snobs, who even ones who love musicals, will still not acknowledge Andrew Lloyd Webber as being like quality. They mm. just it's it's like yes his works are, are famous but if you're like a theater snob you like thumb your nose at Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, but Crichton had some I think great books but none of them flesh none of them adapted into movies outside of Jurassic Park they were mostly shit. Uh, Andromeda Strain was okay he actually directed that himself. Oh, that's interesting. Seventies, in um, but like yeah, Sphere was bad. Con- a Congo was bad. I actually like Congo, but it was bad. It, it, um, technically, ER was his, but it wasn't based on a book. Um, he just came up with it? He just came up with the... Yeah, I mean, he was a doctor. He was a medical doctor. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, Jurassic Park, obviously. And even Jurassic incredible. Park didn't stick to the book very well. No, it it it, boy, it, it changed it quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see. He wrote Twister. Yeah, I mean it's it, but Sphere, I Sphere, I remember was not good. No, Sphere was very wasn't bad. That, wasn't that Sharon Stone? Wasn't she in that? Uh, yes, it was uh okay. her Sharon Samuel Stone, Jackson. Samuel was Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, he wasn't it. He was like, he was the big okay. name at that point. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, oh, Sharon Stone. Yeah, at that point, Samuel Jackson was not very big. Um, God, could you imagine creating ER? How much? They had, they had a good run. Uh, and one of the fifteen one of years, the, yeah, I'd say so. There's so many shows. Like at the time, it was like the the length of time it was on. I want to say like 15, 16 seasons. Mm. Um, it was it was like breaking records for like longest series, you know, longest drama, this and that. 
But since then, it's been replaced multiple times. Like, hell, fuck, uh, Grey's Anatomy's on season 20. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know people... Do people still watch it? I mean, obviously, people still I watch it. I guess they it's, do. It, it's, it does well enough to stay on. But, like, that's wild to me. Like, for the longest time, the benchmark for a sitcom was Cheers, yeah. which I believe is, like, 12 seasons, something like that. It's always funny um, beat that this year. Past it. Um, I mean, God, I mean, the animation's a little different because of the the nature of it, like, in terms of that the, the, you don't have to age out the cast, uh, like, especially when kids are involved. Um until those voices die, but then you'll have replacement yeah, people. You can, yeah, but you know that's what make that's what limits like shows like Save the Bell and and Nine Hundred Two and O is that eventually you're like, oh, they're not in school anymore. But like, did you? Those those kids can stay kids forever. I did not realize that he wrote Rising Sun and uh, Disclosure. I, I didn't. Was it actually? I I would not. Um, I would not have remembered them, but I did know that. Oh, um, I just I was going through his. Uh, I imdb and i'm like he's been around for a while uh, uh well and now he's he's no longer around sadly well. um but yeah no he i so he but again like those are all ad, adaptations of his books and i wouldn't call any of them i rising sun was fine disclosure you know i mean they're all fine um but none of them are like great but you could say the same about grisham oh grisham's yeah had, grisham's had what six or seven um adaptations and the client was pretty good um, in terms of a quality movie. I'm not just talking about movies that I enjoy. Like the client was a legit good movie. I think it actually had some Oscar nominations. Yeah, it did. Um, I believe. I think the uh, the, 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 the boy kid, was Brian, nominated. Brian Renfro, I believe, who also rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like none. You know, the firm, Pelican Brief, the client, Rainmaker, uh, Rainmaker. Ron, Ron what was what was the one that bro that broke out McConaughey? Um, a time to kill. Time to Kill, uh, also uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, also early Samuel Jackson. That's mm -hmm. where he, his famous line: "I hope he dies, and I hope he burns in hell." Um, uh, well, he, but yeah, again, yeah, you know, none none of them great, none of them great movies. But again, I don't think most people would consider his books to be great uh, either. They're just super popular. I think great films, no. Um, I think what they are is just entertaining. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. suspenseful. I I really do appreciate the firm. Um, big fan. The Pelican Brief, not so much. Not not no, my cup that of was, tea. I, I would. I mean, of the ones that I can, although the the Rainmaker was not the, great. I like. I love the Rainmaker. That's one of my most. I can rewatch oh, that one. Is it? That okay. is up so, I there. Mean, every every you know. Everyone it's, has it's, their one. Yeah, that, which this is why I film critics are so fucking useless. Like, if you like a movie, you like a movie. It's it does. I don't care what somebody else. That that's and I uh, that's the only reason why that you know back in the day, I Roger Ebert, I I appreciated his reviews because he, he had kind of a more populist view. Like he enjoyed mindless movies. Yeah. Whereas a lot, a lot of critics are just so high on themselves. I, they 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 don't like you know they they just. They they need everything to be highbrow. Like uh, Roger Ebert was like the people's review, right? You know, like he he enjoyed a good popcorn movie, and well, and he was on, you know. So so if if Ebert told me a movie is good, I'll be like, okay, I believe him. But if some of the other ones, like the you know, if that's why if, I've always gone with the 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 uh, Rotten Tomatoes is what we have now. We don't have a yeah. voice for movies. We have plenty. Like I mean, there are tons of voices out there. It's just they're all effing useless most of the time because they get paid off by studios sometimes mm -hmm. allegedly 
Now you have um, the popcorn meter, which is the audience review. And yeah, yeah. you, I go by what do both think? Now, if one is really high, one is really low, depending on which one, I was like, if the critics are high and the fan audience is low, that is a bad movie. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't matter because I'm like, oh, that's an artistic film. It's going to be boring. It is yeah. not going to be entertaining, most likely. They're going to be like, oh, this, this. I'm, I went to go see one of those recently. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Was it Fast, fast, was it fast 10? Uh, no, I wish it was because I'm sure Fast 10 was the opposite. Oh, well, absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, there, I want to get to that because I'm like, I do like the the fan theories of how Dom has become a superhero without anyone knowing. That would not surprise me because they seem to just defy all um, logic. logic. He gets hurt in the first his, movie, but after that, he never gets hurt logic. again. No, well, it's the the. I sorry, we I don't want to you mm. take you off course, but yeah, no, it's the whole. What is this if not taking us off course? It's it's the le- legitimately like seriously, The Rock and and Vin Diesel have it in their contracts that they cannot lose fights. Yeah. in the movie like in a movie not only can they not die which the rock the, they have died before because they both played villains um actually has the rock died not yet not that i know of uh, <laughs> oh yes he did yes 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 he died in doom okay but that was but early okay yeah so so they both have it in their contracts that not only can they not be they can't be killed which is usually not a problem because they're very rarely villains or are bad guys at all i mean um but they also have it in their contracts that they cannot lose a fight, which made it problematic for uh, Vin Diesel versus The Rock in the, went back when they were like antagonistic characters towards each other. Mm-hmm. When Hobbs was technically not a villain, but he was like not he, with the good guys. He was, um, the, but they were the bad guys in that they were yeah, on the run. On how you, so. But like, so you, so you have the two of them fighting each other where in their contracts, neither can lose. Yeah. So it's basically like watching the Transformers fight in a Transformers movie. It's like, well, they're neither is going to lose this fight. This is just dumb. Um, but that's funny. Like, that's not surprising because the, yeah, not, all physics have been thrown out the window when it comes to the, to the fast movies. Hmm. Um, speak, oh, speak, speaking Go. of movies, uh, I, 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 I've, you know, it's become a weekly thing for me. Uh, uh, I just wanted to throw out uh, the the box office real quick for uh, this week, 1992. Oh, um, okay, 92. 1992. So I'm just picking, I'm always picking the week of, the current week, like the last few weeks I've done this. So the last week pick, of June. I'm, pick, I'm just... picking different years, but right. always picking the, 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 okay. So, so this week, and, and again, like I say every week, I feel like a lot of this is flooded by nostalgia. But look at, let me read off. This will be twenty because I, I want to go through. I and I don't have 20. to stay, spend time you got on twenty each. movies. I'm going through. I'm going through the top twenty box office of this week in 1992, just so you see how many fucking classics were out at the same time. Okay. Okay. And I don't need to spend too much. So you know, this doesn't have to be number one. Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. Classic. 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 Number two, Sister Act classic classic number three patriot games ah classic number four lethal weapon three probably the weakest Uh, series four was bad four four was bad bad. that was that was a solid one renee russo bringing her in and okay yeah okay it was a good one uh uh number five was house sitter which i believe was a sinbad movie yes uh number six 
uh, as a listener of the show, friend of the show, Sinead will uh, attest to the greatest Irish movie of all time, Far and Away. Oh, uh, the accents were so uh, authentic. Tom Cruise and I. Uh, I wonder how that. Sinead, please hit me. Get back to me. How how did the Tom Cruise's? Irish oh no, House Sitter was um, uh, Steve Martin. Oh, Nate, you froze. Oh, no. What? I'm. Oh, you're back. You're back. Yeah, no, yeah, you froze. Yeah, you uh, froze we both froze. Uh, okay. You're still frozen, but well, your your audio's back. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, House sitter was uh, Steve Martin. Oh, okay. Okay, I remember that. Um, okay, so House sitter, far and away. Number seven, Alien Three. Again, not the best. The, the well, but again, just like Lethal Weapons, better than four. And I'm not counting the Prometheus and those. Okay, I'm talking fine. original four. Yeah, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. Um, what was the fourth one? Resurrection. Well, Alien Resur- Resurrection. Um, I liked Resurrection more than Alien Three, but that's because it, Alien Three. Alien Three had a Alien Three is one of those movies that it didn't compared to the first two. It like wasn't as exciting. It, you know, it just. But but then and and then at the time we didn't know who David Fincher was really because mm-hmm. he was a mu- he was a music video director. Yeah. But looking back now, you're like, oh god, of course that was a Fincher movie. Like it it has every marks of a Fincher movie. Hmm. Which that the, the all the alien movies are that way. The first four, anyway, is that all four had all of the tellings of that director. Like yeah, the first one, very much a Ridley Scott movie. Very like that is a Ridley Scott movie. Aliens, James Cameron, one hundred percent a James Cameron movie. Explosions, all like that. You you know, if I wish Michael Bay would have gotten around to making one because that would have been fun. Number been three was a Fincher. Number four was I think his name was the Frenchman. Was G- Genot, something like Jean, something Genot. Yeah, he directed. He directed Amelie. Yeah, but like he has a very French sensibility, which that fourth one had. Um, but um, okay. So anyway, back to the list real quick. Um, uh, oh God, I, I lost it. Um, okay, so uh, Alien. Okay, number eight, Encino Man. These okay. are all out in the theater at the same fucking time. Um, Number nine, Unlawful Entry, which I believe was a Madeline Stowe movie. Unlawful, um, that, that, oh, man. It was just one of those thrillers that I'm almost positive Madeline Stowe was in. I couldn't tell you who the other leads were. I, um, I, I remember it. it's uh, Kurt Russell, Ray Liotta. Was, was Madeline Stowe in it, or am I just um, making that up? I, I haven't seen the female okay. lead. It was Madeline Stowe. Ah, there you go. Well done. Um, okay, so uh, that that so that that's not exactly like I mean it was enough that I remembered it. Number ten, kind of an underrated co- classic, class act. Oh wow, Remember, that okay. was that was also kid and play, but it was their kid and play getting away from the house party genre, even though it was basically could have been one of the house party movies. Yeah. Um, number uh, um, that that was okay. I'm sorry, that was um, hold on, let me pull this up. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I've lost. I've lost the plot. Um, As we okay. do. Number uh, eleven, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, that's um, probably Disney out for a classic. while at that point. Okay, that this is another thing about this list is that movies used to be out for a really long time in theaters. Yeah, like really long time. Like um, the okay, the next one on the list is White Man Can't Jump. Right. White Man, so this again, this 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 box office is June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two. White Men Can't Jump rele- was released in March. Yeah, it was still out in the theater. Yeah, so like they stayed in theaters 
for a really, really long time. Um, so that's a little unfair to say like, oh my God, these 20 movies were all, you know, I can't believe 20 classics were in the theater at once. It's because now movies come and go within three weeks. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, like the times have changed. They, they were even fast for like, if you go back, like movies were in the theater for six months. It was like. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so just. Okay. Continue on. So uh, number, uh, number 12, like I said, White Men Can't Jump. Number 13, Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. Number 14, Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. A pretty good adaptation. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, 15. I'm sorry, that was 15. 16, Wayne's World. Okay. Wayne's World. That came out uh, in March which, that year. Which had, it, Feb- it came out on Valentine's Day. That's right. I, my my first date in... was that movie. Nice. Yeah, nice. You guys still together? Uh, yeah, that's obviously the case. No, okay. Yeah. Um, good for you. 25 years, man. No, 20, 35 years. That was like Wait, 7th or 8th grade. 92 would have been 31 years. Um, uh, so yeah, Wayne's World. So at that point, Wayne's World had made uh, $121 million, but it had been out in the theater for five months, four months. Um, number eight, number 17, one of the most depressing animated movies, one of the more depressing animated movies, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Oh, Avatar. Cool. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Avatar before Avatar. Yeah. Uh, Number 18, My Cousin Vinny, one of my all-time favorites. I, for my money, one of the greatest courtroom s- scenes, the the Mercy Tomei, yeah, yeah. they won, won her the Oscar, uh, although conspiracy theories abound that she did not win the Oscar, that it was misread, um, kind of a la 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 Land when that was misread as best picture. Uh, some people still suspect that the person who read Mercy Tomei's name read the wrong name, and they wouldn't back they wouldn't like um you know they so, didn't want to admit admit a mistake um uh, because they did looking back it was a weird winner for best picture even though she was awesome in it who, um, uh what was he the one they thought was supposed to win that year? uh that year i don't know i don't know oh now i have to um, now i have to look it up man. number okay so just to really quick close it out number 19 boomerang a classic eddie murphy 20 was a re-release of pinocchio um which you want to talk about being in theaters for a long time. That thing came out like in the forties. Um, and then uh, the f- financial list, a league of their own. Hmm. So all those movies were out in the theater at the same time. Um, it, it's just, it was a different era, man. It was a different time. Uh, what are you looking up? Um, the Jack Palance re- read the wrong name theory. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that makes sense given that he was a little. Uh, he was. He was pretty. He was in an advanced age at that point. Uh, I'm trying to like. Trying to read this quickly and not be like she was aware of it. It's just like a. I don't. Think. And it's so unfair to her because I. I mean, like I said, like 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 I started the point. Like legitimately, for my money, the greatest courtroom scene, like up, you know, that and like few good men, like specific scene when she's giving her testimony. Uh, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. I mean, wow. you you can rank it up with the Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholas, Nick, Nicholas, right? Nicholson, Nicholson. Yeah, Nicholas would be the golfer. Yeah um nicholson yeah like that would like all-time great courtroom scenes like that is my you know and you, it's funny just because you don't really associate my cousin Vinny as being like a, a an oscar you know winning movie but it is technically 
Um, uh, I think I if they're gonna have someone win it, that you know the supposed it would probably be Jessica Tandy from Fried Green Tomatoes of that year. If I'm yeah, guessing. yeah, that's that's the type of person you'd expect to win it. I don't know Rambling uh, Rose. Um, no, I remember that Diane I, Ladd and Juliet Lewis yeah. was nominated for Cape Fear. Yeah, and, Diane Ladd, I believe, is Laura Dern's mom. And Kate Nelligan was nominated for Princess Tide, The Prince of Tides. Hmm. So, God, JFK, yeah. that was yeah. JFK year. Oh, yeah? Um, Bugsy had two nominations for Best Supporting Actor. I don't... Was I don't even remember. I honestly, I the only two people I remember from Bugsy are Warren Beatty and and Annette Benning. I don't remember yeah. anybody else. Jack Palance won for City Slickers again, a, an unusual looking. I mean, he was oh, fantastic, wait. fantastic. But looking back, you're like, wow, that one. An no, Oscar? no, no, this is 92, so that was the year he won. So it was 90, the 65th. Excuse yeah, no, me. he would have handed out the following, yeah, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Sorry, that, that this yeah. is uh. Okay. So, so yeah, the '93 Oscars would have been the '92. Uh, Howard's End, Damage, Enchanted April, Husband and Wives. I, a husband and wives was Woody Allen. Judy Davis, Joanne uh, Plowright, Vanessa Redgrave uh, for the, Howard's the, the End, famous, and Miranda Richardson for Damage. I don't think it 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 was a weak class. I guess I, I hate saying that it was a weak class, but it was like films. That was a bad film year. Uh, well, for, I mean, all evidence to the contrary from the list I just gave you of the top 20 movies, maybe prestige films. Well, this is the the following year. This is the nominations. Like the the movies nominated were Unforgiven, The Crying Game, A Few Good Men, Howard's End, and Secret of a Woman. Or Scent of a a Woman. (laughs) Secret of a Woman. Jesus Christ. I'm not, I'm not uh, that, that's another one where Al Pacino did Al Pacino really he, I mean that that was one of those like legacy we're going to give him the award because we don't you know they do that from time to time hell they might have done that with Clint Eastwood Denzel should have won for Malcolm X if you're gonna if we're gonna yeah probably probably yeah you know you get you get you get an aging actor who I mean who who could have known in 1992 93 that Al Pacino and Clint Eastwood would still be out there making movies in and his nineties, in his nineties, Eastwood's still out there making. Oh, uh, he's movies. got to stop with his American propaganda alone. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, and 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 you know they're they're not they're not they don't have quite the output they used to have, but it's pretty remarkable that thirty one years later they're still doing it. Mm. Um, but again, but like again, like that son of a woman was probably they were like, you know what, he probably should have been given one for earlier works like Godfather, Serpico, like. Let's just give him this one. No, no, no. He did. Yeah, he definitely. He got like if you, as the revisionist history of the Oscars, and I'm like, I believe like kind of like the uh, the Hall of Fame. We should wait five years. I think Bill Simmons is on it. I think I've talked about it before. Like every we do the Oscars after five years. So like these yeah. years' films would have to wait five years for their nomination, and it would yeah. Be a process. Well, because it, and it's all because it, it's it's the it's not even just the recency bias of the of it being within a year that's why they all release them in yeah 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 it's like the a movie a a, that's why quality award you know the type of movies that are going to win awards generally aren't released early in the year because people will forget about them because in order to be numb in order to be eligible i believe it has to come out by december 31st of that year um so the, all the prestige movies come out in December, so they're fresh on people's minds. Occasionally, you'll see like a one will uh, sneak in. I think it's the yeah, best one will sneak in, and, and, and you see release. the you'll see the nominations. You're like, oh, I totally forgot about that movie. 
but yeah, so with the hindsight of like five years later, yeah, you could really you could you could look at the whole year, not just like the last month. No, it's like uh, yeah, those those September fall releases is like the, for those who don't know, obviously you can kind of see how this works. It's like fall releases are and um, are kind of like a dead time. Like mm-hmm. it's like we're not, not pre, like back to school, pre, like pre things like October. Yeah, October is the September like, or October it's, it's, are like the dead. In September you'll still get Labor Day weekend. Yeah, but be after late. but after Labor Day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no. It's, that's still summer. Honestly, like, and then Halloween, you'll you'll you, you get, might get the, some quality it's horror, horror movies. Yeah, you might get some quality horror, but you know you don't. You're right. Like September, October, most of November, you're not getting everything. No. And I'm like, you'll you'll start getting it um, second half of November because generally that Thanksgiving Day crowd is what you want. Well, and the Globe noms come out right around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you get people that even if it's a movie they haven't seen yet, they'll go. Like my mom is one of those people that she makes sure to see all the nominated movies, but she might not get around to them until after they're nominated. Yeah, that's you know, I'm like, I've never been one where I'm like, oh, I still haven't seen that one. I'm like, I oh, no, that. no, I don't. I've I, even hell, even when I was working the award shows, even when I loved like, I loved seeing movies every weekend. I, I never felt the need to see just because something's nominated. I'll be like, oh, I have to see that. I no. would see it if I wanted if I wanted to see it, I'd see it. But I'm not going to go out of my way. I do have a lot of friends who used to get screeners. I think they've kind of yeah. like gotten rid of that. So you could get your hands on a few of them. But uh, same point in time, there's times where I'm just like, I don't want to watch something like this it just it is a hard story it's it's probably a good story but it's a rough watch because it's like it's going to be emotional and you know sometimes my life's emotional enough that i don't need added emotions thrown on top of it so i'm like give me something like robots trying to blow up the planet that is unbelievable and can give me a laugh especially when there's ball sacks of a thing on the pyramid exactly I mean, ex- exactly. Not a necessary detail that needed to be done. Well, see, but... you should be re- you should be reviewing movies. That that's a, that that would be the blurb that would get me into a theater as a ball sack. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, it, it, not even so much movies, but like TV shows as well. When people are like, uh, describe something as like, oh my god, you you have to watch this. It'll you'll be anxiety ridden the whole time. Like it, it's like, why would I want to watch something that gives me anxiety? Like the, everybody, do you watch The Bear? I do not actually. I've heard good you, things, but I'm like I'm just not. It, right? I'm not ready for the intensity of it. No, no, that's that's my point. Is that um, I have no end. See, the premise sounds interesting. Oh, it sounds great. Uh, I'm, you know, like, I'm I interested. Love, I love Chicago. So, like a, a, a city that's like you know that it's it seems like it's a very Chicago show. Hmm. Um, but the way everybody describes it about how you know it's so intense, you'll just it gives you and they they say like this episode will give you more anxiety than anything you've ever seen, and it's like why? Well, first off, I'm I would like somebody who watches the bear to tell me like what exactly about it is is so anxiety ridden, but also why is that something that make like that's the reason I can't watch Curb is it gives me too much anxiety because mm. I just don't like that uncomfortableness. Um, I, some people I, that's like. different people that's love. a different kind of anxiety that's no, it awkward is. It, comedy no. and yeah no it is ricky gervais like, is the king of that and it's like oh God, i can't yeah, watch like i respect office. his work as the the office creator the british office yeah. especially is very just unpleasant uncomfortable i have to walk out of a room because i'm like i can imagine that yeah. situation in my real life and i'm like i can't i can't handle this and they they tried that with the the very first se- when when the when the American Office the very first season it, they just were trying to like we're just gonna make 
they're mimicking office. they mimic it didn't yeah. work so like michael scott was immensely unlikable in the first season because yeah. that what david brent was that uh gervais's character i think it was david brent Something like that. um was immensely unlikable just yeah. super uncomfortable and that's what Kerr, you know, Larry David, that's his whole thing for Kerr. I can watch Kerr more, like, that does, that's not so bad. Now that it's kind of over, you can kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's uncomfortableness, but it, it doesn't bother me that much. But the way the bear is described, I'm like, there's no way in hell I want to watch this. Hmm. Like, why would I want to, yeah, why? And mo- the movie's the same way. Whenever a movie's like, oh, you'll be, you'll, it'll give you so much anxiety, you'll, you won't be able to sleep that night. And it's like, why the fuck would I want to watch that? I know that high no. note, Nate. That's no, a high that. note. That's a high note to leave on. Yes. We had a nice little visit from Sam, so that's a pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's a little Sam. Ca- well, that wasn't even a cameo. That was a. She no, she, she, she was more of a uh, a uh, um, Judy Dench. She, no, Shakespeare. No, she was a little bit longer than like a Shakespeare in Love. More than five minutes scene. of screen time yeah, yeah. on that one. Yeah. So. yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, maybe we found our new new recording time. Maybe can we sneak her in on her drive to work? Yeah, maybe. I didn't, that, it didn't even occur. I, I'm shocked that I know you always send out the bad signal, but I I, I was kind of shocked. About back to back like, weeks, and I'm like we did it an earlier hour, so you know that that's what shocked me is that that it wasn't just like off by an hour; it was off by half a day. Yeah, and no group text either, so that was on me yeah. or on us. For no, that. that's 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 I, I'm, I'm very cool that she joined. Yeah, always a pleasure.